Today on Paladin Financial Talk, we're going to discuss why you shouldn't have to do a podcast on your birthday. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and you're listening to Paladin Financial Talk. And thank you for joining us on this lovely, beautiful, wondrous, fabulous February 18th. What a great day. Wouldn't you say, Tony? I don't know if that creeps me out or, or makes me happy. <laughs> there you go, Jeff. Okay, now, kids, okay. clap your hands like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. Tony, Tony. That's right. That's right, folks. It's Jeff's birthday today, if you couldn't tell. Yes. Uh, yes. Had that all set up for you, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is creepy. Uh, it's a little creepy. Intentionally creepy. Uh, <laughs> the birthday song. So uh, one of those animated uh, birthday songs when you used to go to the, you know, like Chuck E. Chuck Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, or yes. Barrels yeah. or Their the, pizza is actually decent. You know, that, that uh, doesn't say a lot for my my uh food selection but you know it's decent yeah no comment yeah um <laughs> i'm not gonna pizza connoisseur uh, i should have i should have just kept that to myself there yeah well i've rarely met a pizza i didn't like <laughs> so that's 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 what i like to say but happy birthday jeff well, i think yes you. it's your it's your birthday today and we're recording a show uh no you shouldn't have to do a pod but you love doing the podcast and you love talking to talking to the folks on your birthday so uh, you have some wisdom to impart today, I'm sure, right? I I hope, hope, yeah, yeah. We're we're excited about it. Um, yeah, my my uh, birthday. We're doing the podcast today. We're having uh, one of our uh, seminars tonight, a uh, new generation retirement planning oh. seminar. Wow. So, yeah, you're doing a seminar on your birthday. Have you? Are you going to take any time for yourself? Did Did someone in the office at least get you cake? Actually, I did eat cake about 22 minutes ago. Yes. Yes. Very excellent. Fabulous cake. Keys Cafe, White Bear Lake. If you're not familiar with that, uh, you got to check it out. Very good. Oh, oh, that is delicious. That's to die for right there. That's good stuff. (laughs) Yes. Uh, They they spared no expense on you, Jeff. I like it. Your staff uh, treats you well. And I'm I'm sure uh, Nikki will have something for you. Your family, your kids. I'm sure they'll draw you. If they're like my kids, they'll they'll make you some kind of homemade birthday card that you'll pin up on the fridge and chuckle at. Right. It needs to have glued on macaroni to be legitimate, though. <laughs> something glued on it. <laughs> Pipe cleaners and macaroni. I love it. Well, uh, that's awesome, Jeff. And uh, I think it's great. But you've got a full workday ahead of you, so we better get going now. Um, 
what are we talking about on the show? What's our actual financial time? Other than your birthday, which will come up a lot. Mm. We'll revisit that later in the show. Yes. What's the financial topic for our listeners today? Yeah, and the time. There's no no special uh, uh, deal on the timing of this topic, but we're going to talk about overspending by a partner. And you know, and if you look at uh, marriages, a lot of times one person's the spender, one person's the saver, uh, is often the, the situation. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit and some things to consider and action items that you can take if you're in a relationship like that. Um, some things to be aware of. So it's an it's an important one. And it can cause a lot of stress in relationships. Well, I, well, yeah, I think it's probably one of the number one causes of stress in a relationship or the cause of divorce. It's finances. And what if one spouse spends way more than the other? And this happens a lot. You get one spouse that's thrifty and one that might be a spender. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's not always, you know, the old, you know, the stereotype was, oh yeah, the, the woman's off buying expensive handbags or shoes and the man's upset. He's frugal. Uh, but nowadays that's, that's a rather sexist view because I, I know a lot of couples where it's the guy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, can't stay out of home Depot, has a garage full of power tools he never uses or, uh, and I don't know, I'm just, a, a, this is just a friend. Uh, that it might have a huge record collection. Uh-huh, uh-huh. His wife's very f- frugal, but he's lovely lady. I'm sure. <laughs> very, very <laughs> buying records that he, he shouldn't be buying or can't afford, and uh, it's never enough. So, but we, we, you know, this is a common problem. You're right, and I'm glad we're talking about it today. Yeah. Um, because it's a serious problem that can lead to a, a lot of other issues, right? It is, yeah. It can can create some relationship issues and and some relationships end end because of this, and it is fairly common. Uh, Creditcards.com, who would who would definitely know with this with what they do, but about a third of respondents in a survey they did last year in 2020. Uh, about a third of respondents said that they spend more than their partner would like them to, and what shocked me was 12 percent of the respondents admitted that they had debt that their spouse did not know about. So that, that does happen. And that can, can you imagine creates a lot of stress for people. And we want to talk about that today and try to, to help provide some solutions for that. But when two people come together in a relationship, marriage or otherwise, or this is one of the things that's uh, so often different. One person spends more, one spends less, and how you navigate through that. And of course, there are degrees of overspending. Um, some people are very particular and you spend any money that the other person person's upset about that. But you want to understand how important is it and um, you know, do you just let it go and it's not a significant uh, financial factor but if it's serious and it's causing you uh, long-term financial damage and might impact your retirement and other goals along the way, it is something that, that needs to be addressed. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And understand too, you know, why does that bother you? You know, is it uh, really making an economic impact or is it just a control issue and you've got to relax a little bit and that may, might be hard to do? Uh, that's something to consider. And I think it's important, again, knowing that in any relationship, two people are coming with their own background, their own baggage, their own personalities, their whole, whole ball of wax there is understand where they've come from, you know, how did that person grow up? And if you know their family and understand some of the dynamics of that family and how they treat money and handle money and spending, you know, it's hard to separate 
oneself from their childhood a lot of times. So um, make sure you understand what that background looks like and have a conversation with your, your spouse or your significant other about that. Yeah. Yeah. And there are varying degrees of overspending and a lot of different examples. And I know you've seen and heard a lot, you know, you've seen and heard it all meeting with people and uh, you know, sometimes you have to meet with people, a couple where one is, there might be spending issues. And so, you know, it's America, uh, and, and, and so there's a lot of, uh, spending issues these days, uh, that a lot of people have. And you mentioned credit card, you know, credit card debt can really be a problem, uh, due to overspending, mm-hmm. whether it's one or, or the other or both of a couple. So, uh, but if one's doing it more than the other, that, that's a problem. So you do have to, I, I like also, you talked about family dynamics too. That's really important, isn't it? Understanding that. It is. And sometimes people react differently to that. If you had a, a parent growing up that was very tight with money uh, as a child growing up and you're exposed to that, you might've pushed off of that, if you will, and uh, gone in a completely different direction, or it might've influenced you to act in the same way and how you handle your finances. But I think you understanding that background and how that impacts you, but also making sure your spouse or significant other understands that as well as doesn't necessarily mean anyone agrees with that, but no, where did I come from and why am I, what has helped to influence the way that I am and doesn't make sure. that right or wrong. But you know, a lot of times when emotions come into play about money, uh, it's not always about the money itself, but it's uh, other issues that might be uh, happening in the relationship. Uh, So instead of being angry about the spending, it might be the spending is occurring because there's a a lack of intimacy or feelings or not being seen or heard in the relationship. And that's the the release that the other person uses to cope with that. So Mm. um, I think being honest with one another and stepping back and trying to understand why is this actually happening that will make that a lot easier to to quantify things and and uh get down to the heart of the matter yeah yeah and i could throw my parents under the bus here and blame them for my, please do for, no. my, <laughs> for my spending habits i love my mom and dad and they're great people but they are there are some i wish i would have been taught uh more uh, conservative um spending habits or taught about spending in general, you know, I just, it wasn't an issue. I mean, it's not like I grew up in a wealthy household either where there was just always money. It was, it's just, uh, I was never taught or thought about expenses or spending. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was, it was interesting. So that, I think it really does help shape people, uh, for better or worse. And we need to, the more you can be aware uh, of where you came from and where you're headed. Uh, that's, that's a good yeah. point too, as far as family dynamics. But now what are some of the solutions then? Uh, uh, what do we do? I mean, if one spouse is spending too much money or there's a spending problem somewhere, uh, how can we deal with this? Yeah. Well, one of the steps forward, whether it's this topic or any other, you know, difference that a relationship faces is to talk about the, the problem and find, try to find common ground. You know, one person's over here, the other person's over there. Where do they want to be together? What are some common things that, um, you're both striving forward and uh, rather than pointing fingers at each other, how can we pull in the same direction, row in the same direction? So you, you have to address the issue in, in a non-accusatory, non-judgmental way 
and, um, you know, talk about how you feel about things, you know, seeing the bills and the expenses and these things going on, it scares me. You know, I'm concerned about what our future might look like if we don't change some things and I'm, I'm asking for your help. Um, one of the, uh, the lines I, I, I teasingly uh, use this with my wife that I discovered years ago. She uses the phrase, would you be willing to, you know, would you be willing to whatever she wants me to do differently? And sure. it kind of, uh, I now use that on her and then she immediately chuckles because of that. So that helps. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's coming from a, a place of softness versus anger and yeah. finding how you approach that with your spouse or your significant other. Um, but typically if, if people know you're, you're hurt, you're scared, they want to help you out. They want to, you know, make that go away. So, um, talk through that together, but yeah, that's important. In fact, I will say your wife, Nikki said that exact phrase to me when she asked if I would co-host a show with you, (laughs) right? She said, (laughs) she said, Tony, now she sat me down and just really gentle, Tony, now would you be willing to... Yeah. work with Jeff and co-host. See, it works. It works, him. folks. Yes. <laughs> you got Nikki. No, she's very effective. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was very effective. So here uh, we are. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding, but that's, that is, that's a great point. Yeah. Uh, so, so what, what else do you need to do? So carrying on with that is finding that common ground, look for shared goals, goals rather. So if you can look at what are we trying to accomplish? We want to, you know, purchase a house. We want to send Billy to college. We want to have a second home, a cabin. Uh, we want to retire at a certain age, put out those things that you're each wanting to achieve. And then you can then walk that backwards to look at the, the behaviors, the actions, the spending that you're doing today, the spending or the saving, how that is going to impact things over time. And sometimes that's a little hard to do. You know, if, if you have someone that's spending, you know, $10 a day, um, you know, with uh, buying lunch and, and having that delivered or $15 or whatever it might be, and, and you add that up, it's kind of hard to quantify that over time. And that's something that uh, a financial professional can help you with is show you here's the impact of the little changes in spending habits and how those add up over time. Um, a couple years ago, I, I saw someone that, that I knew and she had commented, commented to me that she kind of hated herself for not hated herself, but she was not happy with spending $5 a day at Starbucks. And, uh, she knows she's spending a lot of money and that's going to add up. Well, I ran a report for her to show her what that actually means over time. If she does that $5 a day up until the day that she retires, what kind of impact would that have on her finances? And it was a very significant number. So um, but you have to then take action on that, but know what your big yeah. goals are. Start there. So you're, you're on that common ground. What are you trying to accomplish? And then walk that back. How, how do we get to that point by changing some things today? So if you focus on the big picture, people then generally adjust the smaller behaviors that are necessary to help achieve that. It makes that easier to adopt that change. Um, another big one that, uh, for a lot of people that we work with that have been successful as a couple with their finances is having regular meetings with their spouse or significant other to go through their finances. So for some people that are struggling with, that's pu- huge. Yes. Yes. Putting together a budget and just the basics and changing that spending behavior that might need to be a weekly thing. So every Saturday, pull up the bank account and look at where the money went over this past week. And it's right in front of you. 
and you have that accountability for each other with each other that every Saturday for 30 minutes, we're going to go through and and look at how we're doing. Um, If you can't measure something, it's hard to make changes. It's hard to have a goal. You know, your whatever sports analogy you want to use, if someone's trying to, you know, achieve a goal or, or, you know, become the champion in something, they have to have numbers that they can measure their success, how many games won and lost, for example. So um, put that uh, plan in place and look at things on a regular basis and then forecast again into the future. What do, what will things look like if we go down this pass path or what will things look like if we go down a different path? Interesting. And, and so that's, yeah, I think that's really important. That's great advice. So you, you definitely want to schedule regular meetings. And I think, you know, uh, once or twice a month, my wife and I meet at least once a month to talk about the budget. And, you know, and I think maybe, and you said, talked about goals. I think you need to, you know, maybe set some boundaries or limits as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So first understand where you're spending the money. You can quantify that, figure out, all right, here's how much we actually spend on groceries. Here's how much we actually spend on entertainment. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was that high. What do we need to do differently? But sometimes that you, you have to then depending on how you're both reacting to that, it's necessary to bring in a third party to help address that. And I, I joke with some of our married clients that I'm part math teacher and part marriage therapist because, you know, people (laughs) are, are different and respond differently, uh, to, to the whole money topic. So usually in, in a marriage, um, for example, one person's what I would call the money manager, they handle the bills and they're handle investments. They're the money person. And the other person might handle some other area of the the household or, or lifestyle. Um, one thing to consider there is if that person, the money manager, usually they're going to be the more conservative of the two financially have that other person involved. So maybe that other person is doing the reporting on Saturday. Here's where our money went over this past week. They have skin in the game. They have awareness and they also feel like they have a sense of control with that. Uh, that's something to consider or you switch roles and that person's going to be the long-term thinker and they have to have some resources and that might be a financial advisor to help them understand if our expenses are X dollars a month, what does that look like versus Y and how that will add up over time. Yeah. Great point. I I think this topic is great. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go to this? Yeah. A couple other ideas there. Maybe look at setting some rules in place. So maybe it's uh, we're only going to eat out once a week, whereas it's three times a week right now. Maybe you set limits where any transaction over $100, we both have to approve that and talk through it first. Um, So there's uh, find little ways, little hacks that you're both comfortable with. And, uh, and, you know, make sure that you're um, making some changes. But you also have to recognize that sometimes there are underlying major emotional issues that have to be dealt with. There might be an anxiety disorder that's creating these spend, spending issues. You got to get some help. You're, you're probably not going to fix that on your own. Uh, get a help, get help from doctor, therapist, whoever it might be, address those bigger issues. And that's going to make it a lot easier for you to work together as a couple. If you have a third party that's helping you out with some of those things, but, uh, it, it, it is important. It does have an impact on your future, whether you're the, the spender or the saver, you've got to come together on this and find what works for you so that you don't 
have a, a stressful life worrying about these things. And we talked in the beginning about having hidden debt and things like that, that that's got to eat at a person. So get some help, um, whether it's us or somewhere else, uh, give us a call, come in for a consultation and we can show you a roadmap on how you can make some changes in your lifestyle and achieve the goals that you'd like and reduce your stress along the way. But, um, you can give us a call folks at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. And in about three minutes, the uh, coma from my cake is going to kick in. (laughs) And uh, I wish everyone a a wonderful Thursday. And yeah, thank you, Tony, for for joining us again here today. All right. That was the birthday episode. (laughs) episode. (laughs) Happy birthday, Jeff. Uh, Great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.